Hello and welcome. You are listening to Love Island, the Viva Voce with me, your host, Ian Sterling. <laughs> and me, Laura Whitmore. Well, I think we got that the wrong way around. We did get that the wrong way around. I'm, I'm Laura Whitmore. And I'm, I'm um, lovable, Scottish, uh, fish-obsessed uh, Ian Sterling. Yeah, and you know, everyone, everyone wonders how you managed to get me. Uh, uh, yeah. Oof. Oh wow. boy. Listeners, we have had a tiring, tiring, tiring week. But we won't go into that. We won't go into that. That's no. that's that's personal. That's and, personal. And the thing the thing we, we got to respect about Love Island is the producers never bring their personal. What I was out. going to say, I wasn't gonna talk about the ins and outs of our personal life. Um our personal lives. I was going to Which say are top secret. Yes. We we adopt a really like Mr. and Mrs. Smith kind of lifestyle. No, it, it, we, we've got guns hidden literally everywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> and Gatlin guns hidden oh in the radiators. Exactly in the uh, fireplace. Rocket launchers just hidden. Like, no. Yeah. What was I? What I was going to say is we've had a tiring week, but the one thing that has brought us both a lot of ease, a lot of mental, physical, and spiritual one, ease. One might say it's grounded and rooted us. Yes. In 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 our perception of time and reality. Yes, time and space is. 2022 Love Island. Why does my version always descend into Mario? I was going to say. Anyways, so this is a really, 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 This is a really special episode that I think we're going to do each year because it is. And now. Casa Amor. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tonight. Anyway, yes. so it's Casa Amor week. I think this is the element of Love Island that truly makes Love Island, Love Island. I think it's an iconic yeah. moment. Yeah. I think without it, it would just be a guy, a guy, a guy, a guy, a guy, a guy, a girl, a girl, a girl, a girl, a girl, a girl I, in I, Mallorca. I, I, think, <laughs> I think, you know, like... Much like, you know, real time, you know, chronological time, Oh my God, yeah. You know, Okay, AD where are you going BC, with this? Okay. Casa Amor in Love Island yeah. season. It marks... Really d- demarcates between before Casa and after Casa. You know, the, the fallout... BCAC. The fallout of Casa Amor is, is, is almost inevitable. Yes. We don't know what's going to happen. We but don't we know, know it is the catalyst for some kind of drama. We haven't watched a Love Island season yet where Casa Amor has not really the produced purpose, any kind of drama. The purpose of Casa Amor, you know, if this were the Hunger Games, this is when they start, this is when they start dropping in those like mutated dogs. Oh, they dropped in mutated <laughs> So when they start hunger. dropping in those dogs from the sky. Man, I need to rewatch Hunger Games. I, I don't remember that This is that this part of the season, okay? So, so it's the boys and the girls. Well, I mean, let's, okay, let's, let's yeah. exa- so, so, so Casa Amor, premise is pretty basic, Okay, let's right? translate it. What does it translate to? Love house. Love house. As opposed to the love island. She's a love house. house. <laughs> Anyways. No. Um, no. Casa Amor um, is quite a simple premise, right? Yeah. Um, it's always divided along gender lines, although it's not always the boys or the girls that run off to Casa Amor. But there are two villas. Yes. There's the original villa. The, the main one villa. We, we follow mm-hmm. most of the season. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Casa Amor villa, which... One gender, one, one, one group, one group from yeah. one gender is whisked off to, and uh, there they meet new people. Yes. So if it's the girls that are whisked off, they meet new boys. If it's the boys that are whisked off, they meet new girls. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, back in the original villa, unbeknownst to these people, these the, the, their uh, partners had been whisked away. And all of a sudden, new boys stroke girls are dropped in. When the cat's away, the mice will play. Precisely. Yes. So that's, that's the gist of Castor and Moore, right? Yes. Um, now, for the past couple of seasons that we've watched, it's been the boys that go off to Castor and Moore. On a lad's holiday. On a lad's holiday. That's, that's the And they've had gist. to sneak off. Um, what's really interesting, I think, about this time, I, I don't know if this is super, super interesting, but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. It's the girls that have gone this time. Yeah. Um, and they weren't taken away secretly. No, so, no. So in the previous two seasons, the boys have had to, quote, sneak out. This season, what they did is they gave them this false pretense of, like, oh, the girls cocktail are going to go, night. they're going out for a cocktail night, you boys are going to stay here, which is great. And the girls rock up and they're like, oh, we're at Castro Moore. Um, now... Obviously, we always have to take everything on the vinyl with a pinch of salt, so we don't know how or where they were. It struck me that the boys were completely oblivious that the girls had gone off. I couldn't tell if the boys were really good at acting or if they were really thick. Well, I think it's a beautiful combination. One of my favourite things is that the boys, basically, the girls went and the boys were like, Oh, what should huh. we do? And I think it was Luca or maybe Jackson's like, should we get all of the pillows <laughs> let's off go, everything? Let's go get all the pillows all off of the everything pillows and just bring them to the pool. And bring them to the lawn. And then yeah. they sat around having these really deep conversations. Yeah. It was really profound. Like, and for that one moment, it made me go, wow, I actually really like these lads. Yeah, these men are not dogs. Mm-mm. Famous last words. Yeah. Famous last words on Love Island. I think the, the juxtaposition couldn't have been richer. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the pure contrast there. I mean, it, it, you know, it's like Dolby Vision. Yeah. You know, like, like just the, the pure contrast. How long does Casa Amor normally last? Oh, so, I've been trying to think really hard about this because we've been having discussions about how long Casa Amor normally is. I would have said that Casa Amor's five days. Yeah, it's the length of the week, right? It's the length of the oh. week. And I would have said it's the last day they bring them back, right? Yeah. I don't think this one was as long. No. I don't think this one lasted three days. I, I I think it was the third night they brought the girls back into the main villa. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, let's talk about why. Yes, yes. So, uh, basically, I think this nearly... Over half the couples recoupled yes. in Castro Moore. Yes. Um, now, it's worth mentioning at Castlemore that normally at Castlemore point, there's at least one couple that's in a friendship couple. Yeah. Right, so there's, all, there's almost always at least one couple that's in a friendship couple. And they can easily find new people. In and fact, they're expected to bring back. There's an understanding yeah, that, you know, there's not going to be someone waiting for them when they come yeah. back, so couple up with somebody, yeah. right? Um, and in this case, it's Danica and, and Jay. And, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, a, you know, I think they, they understood. And I don't think there's any surprise that Danica and Jay recoupled there. I don't think, I think anyone was expecting them not to recouple. I don't think anyone was expecting them to explore something together. So they've obviously recoupled. But a lot of... Well, the lot drama of... comes out of, you know, when couples who have been dating or coupled up for three, four weeks... When they, you know, promise each other their, you know, rings, their sweaters, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they promise to be all true, this, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, garbage, et cetera. Yeah. Well, it's when they bring back someone else. Yes. Yeah, yes. of course. And so, should we talk about the main offenders? Yeah. Um, so, there's Dami in India. Yes. There is Jack's not Paige. 
Yeah, but Jax and Paige, this is a couple Jax that starts... Jax and Paige are the couple, yeah. but, but only... Well, 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 neither of them actually bring anyone back. No, but we can, we we'll can get, go actually, into the okay, offense. Okay, the there offenses. needs to be an asterisk there. Yeah, exactly. little asterisk, mm-hmm. okay. Um, there's, there's Damien India, there's uh, Jax and Paige, asterisk. Ta- Tasha and Andrew. Tasha and Andrew. Yes. And not... Uh, not Ekansu and Davide. Not Ekansu and Davide. Uh, is there one more couple? Have we missed a couple? Um, Jay and Danica, it's ten. Oh, yeah, Ten well, people. Well, Jay and Danica we've already yeah, talked about. Yeah, they're fine. So, in India. Yeah. A bit of a curveball this one. I don't think anyone really saw it coming, but maybe that's just in the editing. Yeah, I think so, because they were made out to be a really, really, really cute couple. Dammy was really liked by the public. He was seen as this funny, kind of therapist, really yeah, happy-go-lucky. Yeah, he liked to stir the pot a little bit. He did bit, like to stir the pot, but, but not in a really malicious way. Drama. I mean, people loved India. Yeah, people loved India. People like, absolutely yeah, adored people India. people thought India was an icon. Yeah. But maybe maybe we've misread, but, but it's a real weird energy. Let's just put mm-hmm. it that way, because it, it seems like they both went straight off to Casamore and almost immediately were like, you know what? Let's start talking. Let's start talking to other people. Yeah. Let's start, like... And it's like, but we thought you were quite serious. All, all you've been talking about is how serious you are, you know? And who does who does Dammy start talking to? Uh, so Dammy starts talking to a girl called Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean... I don't know what to say. What, like, just... Okay, I, and I want to make a point here right now. Yeah. The Casa people always have a hard time. They do. Because they just have an... Esta- that it's very hard to establish a personality in Casa Amor. Because you're yeah. already competing. Firstly, you're competing with... Five other people of yes. the same gender. Yes. But you're also competing with six other people of the opposite gender in the other half, right? Yes. You know, essentially the cast of Love Island doubles almost instantaneously. Yes. Right? So for you to stand out is really hard. And yes. I'm not going to lie, I think this is what's made Casa more even more interesting this year, is that we haven't really had a standout personality in Casa more. If you close your eyes right now, is there one person from Castle and Moore that really stands out? No. And also, and also, we were talking about this last night, where Castle and Moore couples, or the, the couples kind of newly formed that include one Castle and Moore person, mm-hmm. are always, like, they are founded upon, like, fragility. Yes. They are founded upon this kind of instability because... The only way that they could have formed that couple was by the original person cheating, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. that when they return to the main villa and are obviously confronted by their original partner, by the public, by Laura Whitmore, by like, you know, the other um, people of the same gender who accompanied them on the island, who yep. maybe originally egged them on, but then kind of turned their opinion a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that almost always fractures this new couple. Yeah, and it's really strange really, because I'm, I'm trying to think about this because we've watched, what, three seasons this of Love Island? Third Love this Island. is our third Love yeah. Island. Yeah, um, <laughs> experience. This is our Love Island experience, yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to think, of all the couples that have come back from Castlemore, how many of them have then gone the distance? I think there was... Who did we have in the first season that we watched? We had Callum and... Or Colin? Callum and Molly. Callum and Molly, because Callum broke up with... Shauna. Shauna, mm-hmm. that's it. Callum was the one with the big teeth. Mm-hmm. The big... He was the builder from Manchester. He was the builder with Manchester. <laughs> he had some cracking veneers yeah. going on. Those were, some, those were some big chompers going there. Um, but yeah, no, so... Uh, 
yeah, normally we don't see many couples survive Casa Amor. M not many couples that come back from Casa Amor, right? Um, almost always every season there's at least one boy outside. Honoré mentioned to Luca, um, who slept outside. Um, Gemma, his partner, did not. But then the girls don't regularly The girls outside. don't typically do that. In um, fact, it's kind of seen as the expectations of the lads that if they're really keen on their original girl, mm. that they have to sleep outside. No. But also, I don't know if previously, I'm not mistaken in saying that some of the Casa boys have sometimes had to sleep outside because the girls won't accept them in the bed. Yes, is this right? is actually true. Yes. I think that's right. In the yeah. previous seasons we've watched, there have been cases where girls have been like, You can't sleep, you in, can't my sleep in my bed. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep outside. <laughs> so you're going to have to find something else. That's, exactly. that's, that's, exactly. that's, that's, the onus is on um, you. And in some cases, what has happened actually is that two girls have ended up sleeping together. Yeah. And like, yo, know, and then the lads have slept together. together. You know, the exactly. Casa boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the the wild thing is about Casa Amor is just the sheer amount of recoupling going on. Yeah. Right. So, um, Dami and Summer. Dami and Summer. And then India, India and, and Deji. And Deji. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I quite like Deji. He's all right. I I think he would be if if I did have to pick one boy that stood out for me from well no that actually, wasn't a total prick uh, yeah actually i'm not gonna yeah. lie there was one moment in in castle Moore that really did speak to me it was when samuel was sat by the pool and he had like like a like little like harrowing going on like, yeah. like, a, like a everyone was just sat like fr in, in the, the pool, pool looking up at him in awe as it was he hilarious spoke. and it was he hilarious. was like he was lying on his side yeah he was, he was almost like proselytizing it's very, it was very roman right he's like leisuring he has his little followers yeah, he's proselytizing i think there's a there's a there's definitely a a paper to be written on the grecio roman like influences you know, influences and imagery that love island inspires anyways um so yeah, honorary mention to Samuel just for that iconic <laughs> meme. That's the only mention he's going to get. Gone before his time. Gone before his time. Okay, Dami, Summer, Deji, India, um, and then who else? Tash and Andrew. Let's. I mean, let's 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 talk about the elephant in the yeah, room. Yeah, so Tash and Andrew, I think, are the most interesting one because Tash and Andrew. I mean, they're the Fiat Five Hundred couple. Mm -hmm. Aren't they? They are, and and again, we're not going to define that. If you know, you know. They're the, they're the ones tipped to win. They yes. are the ones that, like, I think, you know, people are rooting for. Well, some people are rooting for. Yeah, the not five hundred people are rooting. Not for. not the Twitter folk, which we they're belong to. Not the Twitter to. folk. No, yeah. exactly. Um, but suffice it to say, Tasha, Andrew, they are the ones that are sort of like. I would say tipped to win, but yeah. bookies' favourites. Bookies' favourites. I think that's a um, good way to describe it. Plain James. Don't quote me, I haven't actually looked at the bookmakers. Maybe I should place a bet on this year's love island because it is feral at the it moment. It is feral. Um, and, you know, hey, gamble responsibly. Now, the girls have come into Castle Moore, and the, mm -hmm. the, the Castle girls, that is, have come in and spoken to the boys, and they've all sort of managed to get into Andrew's head and gone like... You know, you know Tasha's saying stuff behind your back. That's well, the first thing they tell him. That's the first thing they tell him. Now, I'm not gonna I haven't actually seen Tasha say anything behind Andrew's back. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of I don't know what, what footage we've they're getting. Something, okay, because or... the reason why Andrew has a reason to trust these girls, right, is because they have been watching television. Yeah. Right? So they, they have been able to see what the public has been seeing. The general aura I got off Tasha was like 
Andrew was a good placeholder. Yeah, I don't, she's settling. I don't think she liked the idea that maybe Eck and Sue and Davide's, I'll say narrative arc, yeah. um, is more interesting than hers and Andrew's. I think that was why there was this point in the middle where she started to try and create a bit of drama, tried to stir the pot a little bit, tried to, tried to make out that her and Andrew weren't as settled as everything could be. Because I can think of two incidences where, you know... Tasha has been kind of framed as a bit of a media villain. One when she was um, courting Charlie mm -hmm. and she was like, falls in your court, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And then the second one was when the girls were like, oh, what'd you think of Charlie? Mm. Would you want a second mm. date? And she goes, yes. yes. So those are the two main incidences where I think she kind of explicitly um, yeah. expressed interest other than Andrew. But, I don't want to say Tash, no, because Tash yeah. is not bad. I'm not trying no, to say that at no. all. And I, I, I don't like this narrative. Of she's like, certainly the media villain. She's certainly she, the media yeah, villain. I, I, think, I think what she's tried to do at some points is like, she's tried to create a situation in which Andrew can put a foot wrong in order to justify a split from him for her to explore her options. Yes. She's got one foot out the door. She's got one foot out the door and she's just waiting for Andrew to slip in order to... Yeah. The problem with the post casserole more is you're in the home run stretch. Exactly. Right? You got it. You, you whoever got, you're coupled up with post casserole more... You sort of need to be sticking. Because yeah. you, your chances of winning decrease exponentially yes. post casserole more. And yes. I... I'm confident that if we got the data on this, we could we could prove this mathematically. Check out our next, our sister sister podcast, Game Theory Love Island Laviva Voce. <laughs> yeah, suffice it to say, I think odds are on that if you are not every week you are not coupled up post cash or more, your odds of winning probably half. Yes, that'd be my bet. Maybe even go down by a th to a third. Yes. Um, so anyway, Satasha, so you know, she's always been a little, she always struck me as being a little bit out of the door. So the girls come in, they're going to Andrew, look. You you're know, a mug. You're a mug, blah, 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 blah. And ironically, they've put him in a bit of a, like, Sophie's Choice Catch-22 situation. Yes. Right, where it's like, he's a mug if he listens to them, but he's also kind of a mug for yeah. not listening to them. So Andrew has listened to them. Yes. Recoupled. Chosen a girl Coco. called Coco. Yes. Um, and that's about it. Sucker tit. Co yeah. <laughs> well, we'll... We'll come on to yeah. that later. I'm not going to lie. Coco, another slightly iconic one. Not for saying anything, but for her facial expressions. I would say that Coco Weird. has had some, like, great, like, reaction shots. Yeah. She, she, she's meme-worthy as yeah, well. she's and, all right. And, and, she, I think she was by far the most... Um, she was the Casa Moore girl with the most personality. Let's just say that. Yeah, whether it's good or bad yeah. or, or even interesting is, yeah. is another question. But Coco was, was alive. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Tasha is off in the, in the Casa Moore villa, kind of proving all of the stuff that the girls were saying about yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Because she then recoupled with Billy. Billy. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like... When she comes back, Andrew's like, well, 
so I'm right. And she's like, yeah, but you recoupled too. No, but it's like, well, whatever. It's a bit, what can you do? It's a bit yeah. like four-dimensional chess going the on. The two of them it? really did find, they've put themselves in this damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah. Where it really, I mean, it is really, really. It's almost Faustian bargain, isn't it? It is, it is a really, really thin ice, uncomfortable, shaky bridge that they have yeah. built. And it is uncomfortable. It's really strange. It is, it is really strange. And the Fiat 500 group are eating it up. Well, no, they're hating it. Well, whatever. Uh, Anyways, uh, I don't know. I just think that this has really split the vote now. Yeah. Right? Because uh, the, the thing is, is that if anything, Casa Moore has consolidated what I would call the Twitter crowd. Mm -hmm. Because Dami, who was previously a Twitter hero, has now been converted to something of a Twitter villain. Yes. Which now leaves Ekinsu and Davide courting the majority of the Twitter vote. Yes. Which yes. has previously saved them. Yes. Where the Twitter, when they first coupled up. Where the Twitter mm -hmm. vote has then damned Tasha and Andrew during their drama. Yep. And we've talked about this before. Yes. Um, so it's a really interesting situation going on. Um, Jax has recoupled with a girl called China. Nope. Uh, uh, Cheyenne. Oh. Jay has coupled up with China, right? Wait, who's Cheyenne? Cheyenne's the blonde girl with the bob. No. Wait, hold on. Who coupled up with... China's the black girl that Jay brought back. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Sorry, Jax... No, Jay has coupled up with... <laughs> China. China, yeah. Jax had a fling, fling with Cheyenne. Cheyenne, yeah. Did I say Jay? Yeah, I you said Jax, and you I said meant Jay. Jay. I did mean Jay. I was okay. talking about. I'm talking only about. <laughs> I'm talking about the boys that are bringing stuff. Okay, out. okay, okay. Can I just say, I don't think I don't think you should be able to have more than one boy or girl with the same letter start. Yeah. Right. Like it should be. You've got a boy with a letter A beginning, a boy with a letter B beginning, something like that. Anyway, by the by. Um, so I was talking about Jay. I meant mm -hmm. to talk about Jay. So Jay has brought back China. Right? Yes. Um, they are okay. Whatever. I ha I I could not no, say. Just, I could not write a paragraph about them. Uh, yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. Um, and Danica has brought back Josh. Josh. I could also not write a paragraph about them. About I do them. not care. So in total, we've now got nine couples. Yeah. Which is hellish. Yes. Um. During the recoupling, I mean, uh, you know, it's typical drama. Typical um, drama. The only two worth mentioning are Dami and India's recoupling. Yeah. Where they both seemed really upset that the other one had recoupled. Yeah. Which, I don't know, Castlemore is again one of those real Cat 22 situations where if you don't want to look like a mug, you then have to make Be yourself look mug. like a villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. But right? then, but then... But then the moment, but then the moment post Casa Amor, which we can talk about this, when, when you start making those decisions again and deciding whether or not you want to rekindle what you've had with your original mm. partner, you look like a mug anyways. This is the thing. Unless Prisoner's Dilemma style, you put full faith in the other person that they will put full faith in you. You, you can't can, get maximum reward. You cannot come out of it not looking like a mug yeah okay no. because we will talk about two examples on why that is the case or maybe yeah. three examples one i think it's worth to have an extended conversation about jacks and Paige. okay so it's an interesting recoupling this time yes what normally happens with the recoupling yes is that the boy walks back in with the girl 
and the girl is either waiting with their new partner or not waiting with them. The previous single. girl is, is either waiting with their new partner or is single, yes. right? Now, the way this one actually happened was that they did that with the girls. So the girls brought back their boys and the boys were either waiting with a new girl or not waiting with a new girl. And then they brought in all of the other yep. Casera Moore Who people that selected. were not selected, right? Yes. And they had two moments of, I'll say, outing. Yes. Right, you know, dish, spilling the tea, dishing the dirt, right? Yes. Um, the first, more interesting, more noteworthy, and ultimately more interesting one, is Jackson Page. Yep. Where Cheyenne... Yep, blonde girl with the bob. With the bob, mm -hmm. yeah. Has gone, um, oh, I thought we had something special, me and Jax, and then he's not picked me. Um, and because bear in mind, they were canoodling they a lot, were canoodling. they were canoodling, they were Jax sharing a bag, constantly adjusting himself, exactly, blah blah blah, blah, you know, blah, really flirting. And also, and also, he broke things off temporarily, he broke things off with Molly, this mm. other girl, so that he could, yeah, focus he was courting on a couple Cheyenne. Of and so, like, I think by him doing that and telling Cheyenne, oh, I chose you over Molly, it gave her the impression that she was going to be brought back to the main villa. She was going to be brought back, back yeah. And, and I think ultimately he really was just on a lad's holiday. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not trying to defend Jax here, but I don't think he had an intention of ever bringing a girl back. No. Right, I, I think... Not that I think that should be defended. Because uh, no, I, if anything, even, it's arguably even more heinous, right? Yeah. Um, I think he was truly trying to pull what we'd call a Liam. Yes. Um, as a point of reference, go back to our Catherine War from last season <laughs> yes. and you'll know what a Liam is. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think he was trying to pull a Liam. Hashtag Me Liam Millie Lily of 2021. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, my God. That, actually, you know what? It's not quite as heinous because it was Millie and Lily as well. Yeah, that is That was the most, like, Two blonde girls. It, it was grim. The, it, it was, was purely really grim. nasty. Um, and then there was Davide's outing at the hand Molly. of Molly. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, whatever. I didn't see any footage that suggested that they were anything they more than one a brief, kiss. brief interaction. Which is not, which is condemnable, but also to excuse Davide and to excuse Ekansu, who had a bit of a, a bit of a feel, a bit of a play in Herself, her bed. yeah. Yes. One, they were only coupled up formally for before Castle Moore for like, like a, a day. day. Oh no, and you don't say formally, but we're not even informally. Yeah, really. not even informally. Like they no, really no, no, only no. expressed their feelings yes. or their, their re-affection for one another yes. about two days. And even then, Davide was kind of like, "We need to take this slow because, like, I yeah. still don't really trust you." If anything, it was impressive that they stayed together. And I, actually, honestly, it was a masterclass in winning the prisoner's the dilemma. The prisoner's dilemma, exactly. So, so if you want to oh look, if, if you want to look up the prisoner's yes. dilemma from Game Theory, you could write you, a book about if, this. Yeah, there's actually a book on it. I, I, I will, I will look. I've got it somewhere. <laughs> I've got it. a really good book on, yeah. on Game Theory that I will. It's called Playing for Real. I can't mm -hmm. remember who the writer was. He's a Harvard professor, I think. Mm. Anyways, um, if you love maths. If you don't give us the no. give us no. the fun Love Island related version. So you know the the prisoner's dilemma is this pretty basic idea. You know, um, two people uh, have been taken, um, have been arrested, um, deported to a villain uh, to an island in Mallorca. Yeah, deported to an island in Mallorca, and essentially they have to decide whether or not they are going to confess mm -hmm. or stay stum. Yeah. Right, and there's a payoff matrix. Yes. And what I mean by payoff matrix is essentially you know. 
if both of them confess, then they get a certain sentence. Yes. If one of them confesses and the other one doesn't, they get a certain yes. sentence and vice versa. Now, explain, if, explain this in terms of Love Island. So, in terms of Love Island, the, the prisoner's dilemma is pretty simple, right? You've got, if both of them switch, yeah. you get the worst payoff, right? Yes. If one of them switches, you have a short-term cost and a long-term cost, yes. right? So you have the short-term cost of looking like a mug, but the long-term benefit of looking like the hero yes. or the victim. Yes. Depending on how you want to play it, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that obviously works both ways. Yes. And then you have the ultimate win of the prisoner's dilemma, which is you both stay loyal. Yeah. Right? Now, that is amplified by a scale factor of how long you've been in a couple together, mm -hmm. right? Arguably, it's even more heinous if you switch one or both of you if you've been in a long relationship. Where Ekansu and Davide have really been rewarded in this mathematical equation, if you want to call it that, is that they've been together a really short period of time and yet yes. somehow managed to stay together, which has ultimately amplified the reward they've gained yes. from being in from being in a short-term couple. Because the kind of adjacent version to this is Luca and Gemma. Which, right? have again, also won, yes. but haven't received the same payoff. But because, because Luca is insane. Longer. But also because they've been together for longer. They've been paper. together since... If we want to take this into yeah. purely quantifiable terms, yes. right? So no qualitative elements or anything yeah. like this. Yes, I would agree Luca's insane and that's it. But that's a different that's yeah. a different factor. That's a different negative factor. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with the game theory. For sure. This, right? The game theory, though, for Luca and Jaren, where they did not receive as big a payoff as, as Ekansu and Davide, is that they were together longer. So there was this inherent expectation. If anything, what it does is it's a scale factor on the cost they pay if one of them were to cheat. Yeah. Which is what we then see in Andrew and Davide, which uh, Andrew and um, Tasha, <laughs> sorry. Saying? Yeah, Andrew and Tasha. Which we don't yes. necessarily see as much in Dami and India. Yes. Right? So there are people that are paid the heaviest are mm -hmm. Andrew and Tasha because arguably they've been portraying themselves as the strongest couple. Yes. Um, as the Liberty and Jake, if you will. As the Liberty and Jake, right? Um, so again, there's this really interesting mathematical equation going on here. I, I think, you know, Castro Moore is a great example of decision mathematics yes. at play yes um truly it is it is and, and and it's these simple problems these simple puzzles if you will that make british reality tv exceptional right there's yes. no convolution there's no complex rules or, or engagements it's simply you half go there you half go there you have to work out if you can trust the person yeah. that you've just been dating for three months or three uh, weeks. Sorry, right. three weeks, I should say. <laughs> okay, have we talked about everyone? So we talked about Andrew and Tasha. Yep. We've talked about um, we've talked about Jay and Danica. We've talked about Damien India. We've talked about Luke and Gemma. We've talked about Jackson Page. We've talked about um, blah 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 blah. I can soon dive mm -hmm. um, Just one honourable mention. I think Gemma is really growing on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not going to dwell right. on this too much. Yeah. But I think, yeah. Let's, I think, let's not let's not talk about this. But for Gem, too Gemma, long. Gem, you know what? We're worried it's going to be Gemma Island. Yes. And you know what? I think Gemma is a very good secondary character. I think she's a great secondary. She gives secondary. great advice. Yes. 
she's actually surprisingly mature for her age. I saw this great tweet. I know. That was like, why is the most mature girl in this entire villa 19 years it's old? It's really grim, It's yeah. really tragic. Yes. This is a real tragedy. Well, especially because, so for instance, Ekistu is 27. She, she likes yeah. to continuously remind herself, yes. the boys on the island and the public. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she constantly goes to Gemma for advice. I think, no, 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 I'd say that Ekansu and Gemma really have started to like complement each other and mm -hmm. really almost turned themselves into parental figures for the other islanders. Yeah. What, for Tasha who cries every episode? Yeah, Tasha who literally bursts into tears if like she's even thinking about Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, there's stuff to come. Yeah. There's stuff to come, I'm not going to say. Yes. We're going to leave that as our cliffhanger. I think we should because this, this week, Let's just say, oh, so, boy. so let's go back to the main point that we want to make, yeah. which is that Castlemore was shorter. It was short. It and felt short. It felt, the, it felt underwhelming. And there's a reason. Let's mm. face it. Yeah. Everyone just switched almost Everyone, immediately. It was like whiplash. <laughs> it was like... Oh, my God. It was like they... <laughs> Castle and Moore had Something achieved, was in the water. <laughs> Castle and Moore had achieved exactly what it was designed to achieve in about a day and a half. And I think the producers were like, well, what the hell are we yeah, paying for I here? Yeah, I guess... Why are well, we keeping the lights on in two villas? We why are we well getting people to now. clean this up? Why are we getting food? Let's bring them all. Let's wrangle these cats. Okay, and, and, and so ultimately we've ended up with nine yeah. couples. Yeah. I'm not sure. Again, I'd like to see the stats on this, and maybe we should start putting together some like, you know, F1 style, Premier League style stats. We need to start doing fantasy football with we, these people. We got. We need to do some stats and yeah. and be like, you know, what is, you know, what is the the the. What is the likelihood of nine couples being in the villa after yeah. Castle Moor? Because mm -hmm. I'd be really interested in that. Um, Nine, anyway. nine out of the potential twelve. Nine out of the potential twelve. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, um, I think that's it for Castle Moor. I think it is, and and you know what? Next week we will have lots to talk about too because it will be the fallout. It will be the fallout of the Castle fallout Moor. Of Castle Moor. Yes. Um, which will be interesting. I'm sure it will spark a lot of conversation and. Honestly, after Casa Moore, the next couple of weeks, it is going to just start. Mm -hmm. The action will start mm -hmm. rolling. Yeah. If you are not in a healthy, popular couple post-Casa Amor, yep. within the week or two post-Casa Amor, yep. you cannot win this show. No. Uh, and so if you enjoy more drama, if you enjoy lads being lads, girls being girls, if you enjoy game men theory, are animals. men are dogs. Men, men are, are dogs. actual dogs. But if you enjoy all of that, then... like that scene from Crazy <laughs> Men are disgusting. Men are gross. Yeah. But if you enjoy any of that, then please continue tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, check out our um, back catalog. Check out um, we our new drama series. We do, we do. Dunbar, yes. Dunbar we will, we'll, we'll quite, kind of put all the information in the um, full description. Or you look us up, Adam yeah. Green and Meg Zhang. Exactly. Uh, rate this episode, review it, share it with your friends. Um, let us know what you think. You know, keep tuning in. Mm -hmm. We love the summer. We love uh, Love Island. We love love. We love uh, Laura Whitmore and Ian Sterling. Yeah. Laura Sterling and Ian Whitmore. Ian Whitmore. It's it's a good time. I mean, yeah. I think we should. Should we? Should we? Should we bring yeah. this puppy home? Yeah, that's it. So yeah, like like subscribe. Yeah. You know, follow us on Google Podcasts, mm -hmm. um, Apple Podcasts. You know, whatever whatever good podcast yeah. can. That's where we'll be. Yes. 
Um, and that's it. Until next time, I've been Laura Whitmore. I've been Ian Sterling. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.